Welcome to another episode of Self-Help Shark. I'm Morgan. This is Brett, and today we are talking about taking the next step in your goals, plans, and whatever else you're doing. Whether your plans involve being financially stable, or talking to whoever you need to make peace with the past, or whatever your goals are, how to take the next step. Yes. So, Brett, what about let's talk about your goals first. What are some of the goals that you've been working on? Um, I've been working on losing weight. Mm-hmm. I've been working on opening up my own business. And I've also been working on being a uh, financially stable and being more certain for myself and having some more self-confidence building up. Sound like good goals. So what is what does all of that mean? What are you hoping to achieve with all of that? I'm hoping I could be able to make the right decision from here on forth to the re- uh, for the rest of my life. I hope I don't make any dumb decisions. Well, you're anymore. a human, so everybody's gonna make a dumb yeah. decision because they're human. I feel like I've already made all my dumb decisions in like in college. <laughs> nice. So, what so. do you what do you need? What do you think you need to do to take the next step in those goals? Um, I um I picked up a ten day challenge. From a life coach, which is pretty cool, and our uh, we're starting. I we're starting on May sixth. Believe going to like May sixteenth. Therefore, I will. When that starts, I'm gonna keep everyone posted to see how that journey is going and starting, and that is to help guide. Uh, is to help guide me for the self confidence side and making sure. And helping me be certain with my life. So how do you know when you're going to be certain that you've made your plan in life? When I'm able to just think of a solution. Go out and get it done. Because I would already know that I'll be have some certainty and self-confidence in myself. To be able to make decisions like that on an everyday basis. And not have to second guess or question myself. Huh. Um, a couple things I'm working on. I'm finding a new job. My plan that I had a couple days ago just didn't work out. And uh, it's really frustrating to me because I quit my job because the whole situation was awful and the management sucked. And then, uh, so I was like, well, maybe I'll go do DoorDash. So that was one of my things was to figure out what I wanted to do for my career. And then it turns out DoorDash and Uber Eats sucks ass too. And like Friday night, I drove 20 minutes to pick up an order for something, somebody, and then drove all like another half hour out of my way to go give them their food. And then they tipped me six bucks. And I was like, okay, this isn't worth it. And the day before that, it was just stupid and... I almost got my car towed by a RTD light rail bus because I there was no parking and this I mean the nice lady she gave me seven bucks it took me forty five mm-hmm. minutes to get her food to her but like she tipped me seven bucks which was nice but it's just I think my goal is to I have a couple of goals of just figuring it out and uh, um 
have a better relationship with alcohol because I don't know, because I can just not drink anything and not feel anything and be like, all right, whatever, or I drink too much and I just make poor decisions. And so I want to make, I want to find a better plan to deal with alcohol issues. And, you know, if you're out there and you're like me where you have issues with alcohol, like, I'm 26 and I didn't think I'd ever have issues with alcohol and I do and part of it's genetics because I come from a family of alcoholics and it's just if you deal with abusive things with alcohol you're not alone and don't beat yourself up for it because it's not your fault it's a it's something that you can work on changing Um, as far as job stuff goes I always thought I would be that person that, like, had a hard time finding the right partner in life, and then that didn't happen to me. I had a hard time finding the right career. I thought that issues would be flip-flopped, actually. I, I thought I would have, I would know exactly what I want, perfect career, blah, 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 and I didn't, and it's the most frustrating thing in the entire world, because if I don't like something about a job, then my effort to, um stay at that job and just see how it goes just dies like I liked the job that I worked but the management sucked and that's really important to me so I quit and I'm in debt and I'm broke and Remy's been super supportive of me and helping me out but it's still hard so I guess maybe if you're like me and you're like I don't know what kind of career to do um I, I started listening to podcasts about like finding your career job and or your dream job, dream career, whatever you want to say. So I guess that's also a thing. Like, don't be too hard on yourself if you have no idea what you want to do. I'm one of those people where I'm like, the idea of me staying with one job for the rest of my life and being happy about it, like when I'm an old maid and Remy and I have already just accepted that we're going to work till we die because Social Security is going to run out. But I just haven't found a place that is worth me working there for the next 50 years. And it's really frustrating because... I'm going to be 30 in three and a half years, and that's terrifying because I want to have my shit together by the time I'm 30, and it could take that long to find the right career. So that's another thing I have a goal of is to um, find a good job or good career that I'm really passionate about, and like, even on the bad days, I'm happy going in and working there for 50 fucking years or, you know, getting my kids through college, working that job, and then... You know, I might even need that job when I have grandkids, so, because that's a, that's a, that's a reality that I live in, and just so far, nothing has shown me that it's worth it, so that's, that's just super frustrating, and something I'm trying to deal with. Um, another goal I have, uh, my therapist is trying to get me to journal, slow my brain down, because I have anxiety, and it just goes, all the time, and when I'm, going through all this shit and trying to figure it out. It's very overwhelming and very stressful. So I I am kind of proud of myself because I forced myself to journal a little bit yesterday. I did two and a half pages and it was hard. It's not that I don't know how to like write on paper. I, I know how, like I, I graduated from high school and college and had jobs, but I just don't like seeing my thoughts written down on paper. So it's just like, so and then she suggested that I burn the paper and I'm like that just takes a lot of effort but that's the point so 
I guess I'm I'm having a goal of trying to make journaling more of a practice in my life so that I can figure things out. Yeah. It all sounds good. Sounds fucking depressing, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then what will that look like for you after you're done with all that stuff? Hopefully a more positive me. Um, I woke up this morning feeling really sad and depressed, and we had some friends over for a birthday last night, and I got to drinking, and I was just telling one of my friends what was on my mind and how I was feeling and what I'm supposed to do with certain things, and he's like, he's like, you sound depressed. I'm like, I am. So that also didn't help waking up this morning and being like, yeah... I've got depression. Like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to, like, hurt myself and I'm not at risk or whatever because a lot of people ask that. But, no, I'm just... It's not clinical depression. It's this depression of choices that you made or if you have realized that you had to make in order to try to effortlessly try to figure out what makes you happy. Oh yeah, it just—it just feels like my whole life is a shit show right now, and it's very, very frustrating. Um, and having anxiety on top of that, it's like everything's working in double time. And like when I was doing the Uber Eats and the Grubhub and all that, my brain was literally screaming at me, and so that was exhausting. And so what it's gonna look like, I don't know. Um, I've. I don't know. I've never had a stable money situation since I left my parents' house. Even before that, I sucked at handling money. The one job I really, really liked, they told me that I probably shouldn't do that anymore. So that was devastating. So just right now, I don't know what that looks like. And that's okay. And I know that's okay because, you know, that's part of figuring your shit out is saying, you know, I'm at a place where I don't know, but... It's important to, like what we're talking about, get to that next step of starting those. If you have a goal of finding your dream career, what do the next steps look like? Does it look like finding something you can tolerate while you look? Or is it like, I don't, what is, so you gotta ask yourself, what does that look like for you? And that's something I'm working on right now is what does finding a dream career look like? Well, I like doing this. I'd be willing to do this for 50 years. Well, this is kind of cool. And then. If those aren't easy jobs to get into, like I decided the other day that I really, like I did theater in college and I was like, you know what, maybe I should go back into theater and see if I can get a job there. I have connections and then Remy was like, yeah, that might take a minute though because it's theater, so what are you going to do in the meantime? And at this moment, theater feels like the only thing that I can see myself doing for 50 years. Like a long time, because it doesn't feel like a passage of time. It's just storytelling over and over again and finding different ways to do it. So it just, it doesn't feel like a waste of time like everything else does. So, I mean, I guess what I did to get started was I emailed my friend's mom who works at the theater that I want to go to and I made connections and sent him my resume and googled stuff and that's about all I can do and then I gotta ask myself well what are you gonna do in the meantime well I gotta find a job that I can tolerate that because I mean some people are like you don't get a job for the money it's like well 
unless you really like your job, you really are doing it for the money, and that sounds petty and stupid, but there's nothing wrong with that. If you're trying to make a living and, like, I don't know about anywhere else listening to this, but Colorado's fucking expensive because everybody and their mom moved here, like, five years ago, so... And, like, people are leaving because it's too expensive. It's like, well, how do I make decent money and do what I love? And, you know, sometimes that doesn't work out. So I have to ask myself, what are you willing to do for $20 an hour? Are you willing to work in the call center again? Are you willing to drive a bus? What are you willing to do? Are you willing to drive for a job? Because that's consistent and you'd be okay with that. And so I guess if you're thinking about what the next step is beyond, like, you know, what job are you willing to do, you got to ask yourself, what am I willing to do to make a decent dollar? And if I don't care about the money, what is, what's important to me? So, like, if I have a shitty job that I don't really like, my motivator is going to be money. Again, I know that sounds stupid, but it's true. Like, I've had debt for the last five years and it sucks. And I'd like to see, like, a decent savings again. Like... Honestly, and I'd like to go take Remy on like so we we got to go to Disney World in October because I I got some money from my grandma's inheritance and we spent our five year anniversary in Florida and it was awesome it was great and I want to be able to keep doing that with Remy like we he's been to Germany for this and I'd love for him to be able to go to Germany again and we want to go to Japan and I want to take him on a cruise and we want to do all this shit and I'm sitting here like. I made 80 bucks yesterday, maybe, delivering people food, and it just feels really pathetic, honestly, and it's very frustrating, because I know I'm better than this, but, I mean, I had to make decisions that were good for me, and I don't regret quitting my job, I don't, um, but, yeah, so these are the things that you gotta think and process through, and as you can tell, I'm actively doing this right now, and just deciding, what do you gotta do for you, so... I mean, I was like, I'm fine driving a bus eight hours a day the same route if that means I get 20 bucks for it. I'm fine doing an at-home call center if it means I make some money and pay off these debts and get my shoe in where I want to go. So I guess that's a couple of my moving it forward things. Like, what is my plan? And I applied for some jobs before we started this recording. And I'm like, this is... <laughs> I did! I, I'm not kidding! I, I'm on Indeed. And I literally pressed the button and did some stuff right before we started recording and um as far as journaling and alcohol go journaling is like that aunt you have to see every christmas because i don't know what a good example of this is but journaling is just i feel really good i like seeing your aunt every christmas she brings baking goods i literally told her that last time i was like (laughs) It's like, if you ever want to do just anything or, or whatever, just like, Brett loves your baked good. She's like, okay, well, anytime. I'm like, okay, but it's just journaling is that thing for me. And I know a lot of people who feel this way where it's just like, you just don't like seeing your thoughts on paper. Or maybe you like seeing it on paper, but you're just like, what if someone steals it? And it's just like, ugh. I like telling people my thoughts because then they can do what they want with that, like, it's out of my brain, and they can be like, oh, I'm sorry, and then they don't have to give a fuck, so, um, drinking, I don't know, it's a problem, but, (laughs) I've been to an AA meeting, and I was basically told I'm not a real alcoholic, so I was like, well, fuck you too, guy, so, I don't know, I know that's a very long rant, ending, and I don't fucking know, but it's the truth. 
And I feel like a lot of times that we see ourselves try to take too big of a bite out of an apple. For um, I think people are too busy worried about the future or what's happening in the past, and they're not spending enough time in the present to be able to take the to make the sacrifices now and take certain steps in their actual life to be able to get to where they want to go and start heading on a projectile because because anyone could say yeah i want to work here for 50 years but i'm going to be honest job security is a freaking myth because any moment in a u.s economy could any economy in the world could just crash and be like all right we have to cut and everyone would be have to be like we're cutting all of our workforce 50 percent gotta see who we fire and it could be something as simple, not because you don't do your job, because they just your name just got pulled in a lottery, and be like, "Yep, you we let you go because we can't afford you," versus another guy or another person working. So well, then there's there's at will employment in Colorado. So I mean, yeah. if I don't like my job, I can absolutely <laughs> just quit, and be like, "Fuck you guys," and they can't do anything about it. But well, yeah. But they can also be like, "Fuck you, Morgan," and I'm like, "Well, fuck, I'm out yeah. of a job now." So that's. Yeah. That's so, also, I feel like, creates a lot of anxieties, like yeah. an uncertain job security. Yeah. And so you, uh, so I feel like a lot of people, just in general, and I'm, and I'm not just talking about Colorado as a, in general, I'm just saying it's all over the world. Because any company could just be like, economy crash, or our sales, like, it doesn't even have to be economy crashing. It could be like, our sales were cut 75% this quarter, we had to let... 75% of our staff go like it could be something weird and obscure like that and a lot of people um and it doesn't matter what industry you're in and it could happen to anybody at any time mm-hmm. is this the fact that you just have to be able to make certain sacrifices to be able to continuously work to the point where you could pay off your debts and do all this other stuff and then be able to have that savings going, and when something bad happens, you have to, you'll be prepared and be ready. And also, and, but that's also like deciding a career path and all that stuff. Like, um, like with my current job, I'm in security, and I kind of like it. I kind of dig it. It's kind of cool. Is it something I want to do for the next 20, 30 years? I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. We'll see. Um... We'll see where that takes me right now. But also the main, the biggest job I wanted to do was help people in general. So I decided to create a job for myself. And in the middle Works. and in, in the middle of July I'm watching my own life coaching business because I said, Screw it, I'm I'm going to help people for a living. Nice, dude. And I'm gonna see where that takes me and I'm gonna see where that's gonna go, but I think the biggest thing is for us in order to realize that we have to take a next step into what our goals and things are, we have to exercise all the possibilities and be able to set ourselves up for uh, for success, success and, and failure too at the same time. Because if you do fail, that's okay. You have to learn something from the failure though. If you fail and don't learn anything at all, well, you, well, then you need to just sit back, relax, go lay in your bed, and reevaluate what you've been doing, what you are doing, 
and try to figure out a steady path for the next two to three years and like take life out at a time because because you could because anyone could set up a plan for a future but if you don't take initial baby steps to get to that overall goal for a future for example if you want in the next 50 years for anybody you do not want to work anymore don't want to have to do anything you just want to sit around on a beach or in a little bar and <laughs> drink uh, martinis with little umbrellas in them. Um, I think that's everybody's hashtag life goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, then you just have to acknowledge the hard steps that you have to take now to, and sacrifice you have to take now. Like even if it takes, well, I really hate this job, but it pays me twenty forty dollars an hour. And it puts food on the table. It keeps me sane. It keeps my family sane right now. Sometimes we do have to make that sacrifice until something else comes up that we want to do. Or we're able to be in a position to create the job that we want to have for ourselves. And I think a little bit is, is you know, um, with all that, keeping your, I mean, Brett's right, keep it in the present. Um, don't think too hard about your future because you're just going to like go crazy. And then if you, if you, I mean, it's important to keep in the present, but if you also feel like in the present, you haven't done anything, you got to think about all your achievements in the past too. So like me, I think, oh, I haven't done shit, but it's like, well, I graduated from high school with no issues. I, I didn't get pregnant. I didn't drop out. I didn't, you know, have any crazy story. I got through college. I have a business degree. And that was really hard to do because I'm not that great at math and I had to learn like formulas and shit. So that was like, I did that. And then I worked at a call center and tried to help people enroll in school for a year and a half. You try to convince people that taking out an $11,000 loan a year is a good idea. And they've never met you in person. You're a 1-800 number. So you you also got to remember that you're kick-ass. Whatever you're doing, whatever you've been through your kick ass and you, whatever you believe in somebody god allah buddha whatever you believe in they i believe that whatever power you believe in they're not going to throw anything at, at you that you can't handle and and i believe that if you do have past achievements that could be a powerful tool for you to use but it also could be a huge weakness because you could be reliant on that to make your feel make yourself feel good in the present so the thing that I had to learn the hard way, like going into business, applying for all these jobs, uh, I've applied for, like I was, I, I'm thinking, I'm probably at a good 550 jobs I applied for in general in the last year. And this, this trying to find that right uh, niche, trying to find that right area of work I want to do, especially in my field of study, because I did graduate college with a sociology degree. But the crappy thing about about like past achievements, not for yourself, but like expressing it to other people, like no one gives a fuck. No, everyone just looks at you as like, all right, how are you going to do this job? Uh, I had this experience. No, fuck you. How are you going to do this job? That's literally what they tell you. Oh yeah, I've been applying and, for jobs the last couple of days that it's like you're gonna answer a phone and you're gonna do this software, but you need like five years of this. And I'm like, okay, lady, 
Like, I don't need five years of bullshit to be able to work a phone and learn software on a computer and talk to people. Yeah. Like, I get it's a medical receptionist office, but, like, it's not that hard to do. So it's just, it, and then if they're, like, only apply if you've had, like, three years of this, it's like, okay. What? Stupid. Yeah, yeah I do believe having experience, uh, and I think that's where a lot of the workforce is getting in trouble right now. Like, uh, electricians and things like that, they're getting in a, they're in a huge trouble right now. Why? Because, um, because at, at, for a while, um, they didn't want to hire anyone without experience. Like, there's, like, several fields out there right now that's, like, we didn't want to hire anyone without experience right now. But that that ended up causing a huge issue because they, because now, since a lot of people retired, like, 10 years later, now people are running out of people with experience, and they're like, what do we do? What do we do, right? So. So I um, but I also honestly believe that people in like the business atmosphere is not. They're not. They're not, a lot of a lot of them are not taking the right step either, and and I believe always like in that aspect, in order for a business to take the right step, is so easy, and it's pretty much care about the customers you have. Like that's it. That that is honestly it, because that's who's going to keep coming to you, and that's who's going to give you money. Because I'm, because the other day I learned that, like, and I'm, and I'm, ended up applying this to other aspects of my life. That's not of just like being friends with people, being eligible as like being an eligible bachelor <laughs> out there in the world right now. Is that, is that people don't come to you for the products you, uh, like your products and services and stuff like that, and your business and whatever you are, like you as, um, like, people really don't care about, like, the product services and things like that you do, or even the job you do, or anything like that. They care about the customer service. They, um, it's not even, uh, they do care about the customer service a lot, yes, yes. But the number one thing that I've been learning that a lot of people and customer and clientele that they really, really want is they come because they know you. They come because it's you providing them that service or business or that product because they like who you are they like what you represent they like they, they like you as a as a brand like i'm going like for example um Dwayne the rock johnson with under armor right now uh he, he has a whole entire clothing line now and like a whole bunch of other stuff and a lot of people like Dwayne the rock johnson but they also like his story. They also like who he is as a person. They also like what he stands for, and they like a lot of this other stuff. So they're not. So people who are weren't buying Under Armour now, uh, weren't buying Under Armour before. Now they're buying. Now they're buying like in handfuls because I mean, they're buying because because they're able to have that person to relate to and have those stories and they can feel like it's personable when they make that purchase. I mean, so. yeah, I haven't thought about underwear since I under Under Armour. God, I don't know. But I haven't thought about Under Armour since I did a project on it for my management degree. And, I mean, they had cool products, but I didn't care. But, like, now that you just said that The Rock supports Under Armour, it makes me want to go just look into <laughs> stuff. No, yeah. I'm not I'm not kidding, because he's, yeah. like, he's, like, a family oh, guy. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I see stuff about him on Facebook where he, he bought his mom a freaking house. Yeah. 
and like a new stove, I think. And I just in like there's jokes out there that he's gonna run in twenty twenty. It's like if he does, he might yeah. be a serious candidate. <laughs> yeah, he might. Yeah, he might be a serious candidate because yeah. you're exactly right. People yeah. believe even if he was well, maybe if he was. I don't think he'd ever go for like pellets, like fox pellets. But I'm like, yeah. like you got the right person, you can yeah. get people to believe in anything as long as you agree with what they have. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's what. I, but I also like believe that as to your aspect in life, in every aspect of life, between the friends you have, between um, able to have that uh, relationship with a, a significant other, even all the way to the relationship with your parents and stuff like that, because everybody, because like, when you grow up, get out of the house and everything like that. People are just not going to want to, because, because everyone's busy in this world now. Everyone's busy. Uh-huh. And you have to be a phenomenal individual for someone to be like, I'm going to spend an hour of my time on this day, today, with you. Doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's your parents calling. It doesn't matter if it's you and your girlfriend, boyfriend going to... um. Uh, if you guys are been in like a two month relationship or a year long relationship, um, it's just that like adults for some reason, when it comes to interacting with people and spending time with people, they are so picky with their time because time is the most valuable resource anybody has on this earth. And I feel like that is when, and when you have it down to where you know who you are, you. You understand your values, you understand your principles, you understand um, whatever you want to do. And I feel like, and if you notice a lot of people's coming around you, I honestly feel like at that point in time, you're able to take the next step in all your goals and be able to not just do them, but also achieve them as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think that thought kind of wraps up this part because we kind of emoted a lot of like, blech. <laughs> But I mean, so I guess basically what we what we kind of talked about this one, and we're going to cover like like how you execute that in our next podcast stream thing. Um, but like, if you have a goal, just think about how you want to get started. If even if that means like just getting out of bed at a decent time, that's still taking a step forward towards your goal, whatever it is. Um, yeah, uh, that's all I gotta say. Um, Again, I'm Morgan. And I'm Brett. And... And we're changing up the ending. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you like what we're doing, please download our uh, episode. Take a listen to us. All that fun stuff. If you uh, check out our other episodes because we release a lot of good content on here. And we're also always evolving. Always trying to get better at Self-Help Shark. And... And, and also just hit that subscribe button hit the download button and also we're on Castbox, and now we just got on apple Podcasts. so hmm. yeah. so check us out we're always here to listen and help and to be a friend and yeah thank you as always for listening and we'll see you in the next or we'll talk to you in the next podcast i'm so used to me saying we'll see you in the next video huh?